Quarter past six on your Tuesday morning. Hello, hello, hello. Once again, welcome along to the show. Matt Dyson, yes. Yes, hello, David. Emma Jones and Glenn Moore, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, it's always nice when you join in. Thank you, guys. You have very charitable souls. Um... Now, I don't know if you guys are being dogged by snails at the moment. Are you being dogged Ooh, by snails no, in Mordor? Been, not of late. No, 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 I must admit. I sometimes do, but not at the moment. We're being dogged by snails, and we returned home yesterday, the three of us in the car, and one of them had obviously met an unsightly end uh, oh, on the paving dear, stone. Right. Obviously, someone had stepped on it. Yeah. So it was just a kind of gooey, silvery mess with the crusty shell over the yeah, top. Yeah. Bless it. Um, and Evie spotted this uh, out of the corner of her eye and she went, snail, but we did a lot of snail on the while. Yeah, I said, yeah, well, it used know, to be. Yeah, it's, uh, it's very sad, isn't it? It used to it's be a snail. It's not going on any whales, this snail. No, no it no. certainly isn't. His adventuring <laughs> days are over. So we went into the house and Evie was like kind of forcing herself out of my arms to go to go back outside. Oh, and I said, we've just, we've just got in. And no, it's worse than that. Because right. you know, uh, we've had this with Bess and Maggie on the show over our years working together. Yeah. Evie's getting to the age where she says creepy things now, right? <laughs> right so it's finally great. come to, to us. It's landed in the Berry Brilliant. household, and this was the first thing she did. So she was struggling out of my arms, and I said, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? Why? She said, I want to go outside and touch the snail's ghost. Oh, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Which, again, is a great name for a Def Leppard album. <laughs> and the podcast is named within the first few minutes. There you go. Yeah, it's I always thought, did you think it was like the snail slime? Like she thought it was like yeah. ectoplasm? Uh, yeah, good point. Wow. Um, I must this show a Ghostbusters. A deep yeah. understanding of uh, the supernatural here from Evie's for one so young. Daddy, I want to go outside and touch the snail's wow, ghost. That's amazing. I didn't have the heart to tell her I was the one who trod on it when we were going out. In the trade, get 10% off your bill every time you shop with no minimum spend when you become a Wix Trade Pro member. Always cheaper with Wix Trade Pro. 6.25 on your Tuesday morning, where, as promised, some 25 minutes ago, here's a chance for you to win a breakfast show mug. Now, I'm going to play you a clip from yesterday's show and you need to listen to it very, very carefully because the question that can win you the mug is linked to something that has been said within. And the clip we bring you today is Matt Dyson taking us through his previous hairstyles. Oh, yeah, my hair history. Your hair, Matt Dyson's hair history. (laughs) Um, Listen carefully, turn up your devices. Here we go. Uh, So take us through what a a young Matt Dyson, growing up in the Midlands, had as his hair cut throughout the the years. uh, Yeah, in the late 80s, it went basically from sort of long basin, you know, Uh you know what I'm talking about, into the wedge slash step. Which oh was no, she did. Yes, <laughs> cut in right at the back there with the clippers into the spikes, obviously. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. And then by the early nineties, it went to curtains. Oh. Yeah, blonde <laughs> curtains. So, what haircut did Dyson have in the early nineteen nineties? By the time the early nineties came around, what haircut was the hairy situation sporting atop his head? Your names and your answers, please, to the number 81250. Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Good morning, you're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show. A breakfast show that is in possession of its own mugs, and I like to give them away every weekday morning. And joining us right now is Lee. Good morning, Lee. 
Good morning, Dave. How are you? Very good, man. Nice having you on the show. So all you need to do is listen to a clip of Matt Dyson's hair history and answer the question, what haircut did Dyson have in the early 1990s? And the answer is... I'm embarrassed. But that was curtains. It was it blonde was. curtains. How long did you have the curtains for, Matt? Uh, a couple of years, I think. Yeah, on I was, and off. I yeah. was a big fan of the curtains. I really persisted with them. Yeah. Um, I've got an amazing school photograph of the, and you can just see it gleaming through one of my curtains on the left-hand side. It's my gold hoop earring. Oh, must look like lead singer of A1. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think he nicked my look, Glenn. I'm convinced. Uh, Lee, any haircut disasters or any haircuts that you're proud of that you had in your youth? Oh, well, absolutely none that I'm proud of in my youth. Um, uh, gel, sp- spiky, spiky, um, spiky with lots of gel was a play oh, that we yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. The old Scott gel. from Five. Yeah, oh, the old Scott um, from Five, the old PJ and Duncans. <laughs> yeah, well, was, very it nice. Was, it was spikes, and then I had a little bit of at the front kind of combed over as the fringe, so it was... Um, oh, uh, was oh, oh, I remember that. Oh, oh, like Russell Brown. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes. Maybe, maybe curtains weren't so bad off. Wow. No, maybe yeah. the blonde curtains was a good move from Dyson. Listen, Lee, you've won a mug. Great having you tuned in. Enjoy your day. Thank you very much, guys. Cheers. Take care, and there will be a chance for you to win a breakfast show mug tomorrow morning. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show. 6.55 on your Tuesday morning, and coming up a little later on the show, as always, I'd like your help. And um, this has come to light, and I don't know if it's a member of the team that figured this out, or whether this is out there in the world, but basically it's landed at my door and I want to do something with it. Mm. And it's that Harry and Meghan's new baby girl, Lilibet, congratulations once again, is technically the only person in the world who is in line to the throne, but could also be the President of the United States of America. Ah, uh, oh. yes. She's got to be the only person who could be the Queen of England and the President of the USA. At the same time. Imagine yeah. that's well, a job share, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the inbox is just giving me hives. <laughs> so much to do. Uh, so that is a unique claim to fame yeah. for someone who's only four days old. Wow. Uh, so what I want to know is what's your unique claim to fame? 8, 12, 15. Get in touch. We're going to get into it later on. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show. With Wix Trade Pro. It's just coming up to 7 o'clock and Wix stores across the country are about to open with all the essentials you need to get today's job done. Always cheaper with Wix Trade Pro. 7 minutes past 7 on your Tuesday morning. Time for Matt Dyson and the social ammunition. Matt, what have you got for us this morning? Bit of a cringe special for you Ooh, today, Dave. Oh, hello, lovely. No, we've not heard anything from him for a while. Go viral on social media, but I'm pleased to say that Richard Maidley is back. He's back in the game. What price do you put on your pet's care? Is there a point where you say, too expensive, the dog has to die? Good morning, Britain. Good morning, Britain. It's oh, like a line man. straight out of this time with Alan Partridge, isn't it? It's just what amazing. price do you put on your pet's care? Is there a point where you say... Too expensive, the dog has to die. I mean, that <laughs> was a horrendous, wow. horrendous chat, but it's just the delivery, isn't it? So, Partridge, uh, and staying with Partridge, there's a new podcast series about Shergar coming out, right? I heard an advert for this the other day on a podcast, and I thought I'd dreamt it. So, it's such a weird, unexpected celebrity presenter, right? It's long like Shergar got... himself? No, it's not. No, I mean, <laughs> no, 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 it's, it's along the lines of youth hustling with Chris Eubank, like the idea is that Partridge would 
uh, okay. recording to his dictaphone. The disappearance of Shergar the Superhorse with, any guesses uh, apart from Shergar himself, Glenn? Uh, <laughs> Rylan the... Clark Neal. Oh, that would be a good guess, but it's not right. Anyone else? Ainsley Harriet. No, incorrect, Emma. Is it Gino from This Morning? No, it's not. It is uh, the disappearance of Shergar the Superhorse with Vanilla Ice. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what have I just heard? <laughs> Robert Van Winkle is wow, presenting... Bobby Van Winkle! The, the disappearance of Shergar the Superhorse. Good! <laughs> Having looked into it, apparently he's a horse racing superfan. He's been he? obsessed with the story for years. I, I had no idea. But that's what a partridge... Wow. What a partridge uh, show that is. The disappearance of Shergar with vanilla That's ice. That's a real thing. But you don't want to listen to that, of course. You want to listen to one of the absolute radio podcasts. Well, like yeah. Frank Skinner Poetry one, the Dad Pod, or Cammy's Supporters Club. There are many out there to choose from Bless that you. don't sound quite as ridiculous <laughs> in, <laughs> in their title. I would love to have vanilla ice on the Dad Pod. <laughs> yeah. And Shergar. Or well, maybe you could do some sort of link-up <laughs> between the two podcasts. Um, and uh, before all major football tournaments, so uh, you get people trying to make a song uh, go viral, oh, no. hoping theirs will be the one that's picked up and chanted on the terraces. Oh, this no. guy has done one in his back garden with a glass of beer and he's put it on TikTok. Have a listen to this. We've got Jackie, Jackie, Grealish, we've got Kane. Oh, no. We've got Jude Rice and Bowden, we will reign. We've got Stones and Harry Maguire, the England are on fire. And Manchi scores for England once again. Then he does, he sings I, I. I have to stop him there. He doesn't do the, the Stan Boardman version of I, I, if he thinks so. But, um, yeah. It's like the Beveragino of football songs, isn't it, really? Mm. I mean, it's not it's great. It's nice. Passion, I suppose. We do need to hear examples for Wales and Scotland before the tournament gets yeah. underway. It does remind me of that classic uh, homemade song by a Chelsea fan. Remember that guy who was at the races oh, once and sang wow. a song about Jose Mourinho? He's not going to play now, <laughs> He was there with his wife and daughters and he stopped everyone and said, I've written a song about Jose, you have to listen to it. It was this. Ready goes. <laughs> the best in the world, we all know. Whoa, whoa. We can never want you to go. Jose Mourinho, the man who stole the show. You're the special one and you're dynamo. Whoa, whoa. whoa. Jose Mourinho, you're special. <laughs> I love it so much. I can listen to that song all day. His, his wife and kids are like, oh, do you have to oh, do no. this was song again? Was that on again? Sky Sports News yeah, or something? Like, yeah, wow. it was at the races. Amazing. We'll put the whole videos of these things up on our social media platforms and you'll be talking about them later. Well, I may have saved you some days. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Two minutes past seven. Welcome along to The Breakfast Show where it has come to my attention that Harold and Meghan's new baby, Lilibet, is the only person in the world who can be the Queen of England and the President of the United States of America. Not at the same time, Matt, was a good no, point well made. it's unique, isn't it? So we want to use that as a springboard into what is your unique claim to fame? 8, 12, 15. I chuck the number out there. So many of you have got in touch. Thank you for doing so, including Steve. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Dave and the crew. Welcome along to the show, Steve. So tell everybody, what's your unique claim to fame? I'm the last person to ever spin the wheel on the Wheel of Fortune. Oh, oh hello, oh. Steve. Hello. Big. So, um, well, did you win is the first question. I got through to the final thing, which was I got double points, eat, drink and be merry, which is very appropriate for me. And then I had to go for £2,000. And uh, I couldn't get it. And he said, actor. So you're thinking male, but he was an actress. And the answer was Juliette Binoche. 
Well, I'm diabetic, and he said, "Is you going to film Shocker?" I said, "I wouldn't get that." So Juliet Binoche was worth two thousand pounds to you, and you, 2, and you, pounds. it was incorrect. Wow. The annoying thing was on a flight coming back from America, and chocolate was being shown, and I wanted to know who's the actress, and then he said, "Beef or chicken with the meals?" So I said, "Oh, well, I'll have a beef," and I missed the name. Had it I'd seen it, it would have been in my mind. Right, I'm going. So whilst you were. Ordering your in-flight meal, you missed the name Juliet Binoche, which could have led to you winning £2,000 on the final ever spin of the wheel on the wow. Wheel of Fortune. It's a long podcast name, yeah. but we're going to jot it down. We're going to jot it down. Detailed analysis of one answer there. Um, yeah. So, Steve, and then you, you spun, you unfortunately didn't win, and then the series just finished wow. for the foreseeable. Who was presenting yeah, yeah, it at the I time? I didn't read the wheel, we just haven't done another series. Who, who was it? Was it Jenny Powell back in that, at that stage towards no, it? No, um... Yeah, yeah, it was not Jenny Powell. It was um, Terry that used to go out of Simon Cowell and Paul Hendy did, did, a, did a series. <laughs> but there was no audience either. They only had Steve Hamilton in a sound booth. <laughs> <laughs> Must have felt like lockdown. <laughs> this is pretty like they were preparing us all for lockdown on the final <laughs> series of The Wheel soon. of Fortune. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Steve, great having wow. you on the show. Thank you for sharing your unique claim to fame. And it's out to you guys as well. The number is 81215. The Dave Murray <laughs> Breakfast Show with Wix. Our new range of Wix Windsor Light Oak Laminate Flooring is only £9.50 per square metre. Elevate your space ready for a summer of freedom. Let's do it right. It's a your unique claim to fame kind of morning here on The Breakfast Show. 8 to 12, 15 is the number. Hi, Dave. My name is Chris. I'm from Blackpool, and I've had a dislocated right shoulder for 14 years. <laughs> Good morning, Painful. Dave. My claim to fame is that I'm in a stained glass window in a church near Nuneaton. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? Oh, what? Is it Jesus Christ? Yeah. Well, <laughs> you never know. Uh, I appeared in a public safety film reminding children not to play on building sites, Dave. <sighs> This is my unique claim to fame. I was five at the time and I was shown in cinemas oh, all around the UK. That's amazing. And that's from Alison. Keep them coming, 8, 12, 15. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show. Five words, five grand. Absolute radio. Yes, it is time for five words, five grand. Radio's easiest game to play. The hardest one to win. And giving it a go on line one is Louise. Good morning, Louise. Good morning, Steve. Welcome along to the show. How are you doing today? I'm uh, nervous. OK, don't be nervous. We're all in this together. And what I love about you, Louise, because, you know, I haven't turned a blind eye to the fact you've been DMing my friend Matt Dyson, asking him <laughs> all kinds of questions about five words, five grand, trying to calm your nerves by getting into the facts and the stats. Um, so, yeah. Matt, what were you asked by Louise on Twitter yesterday? Louise was just asking how many times it's been won, how long it's been running for, just finding out where she stands ahead of the big day. I like that you're preparing for it, Louise. You're going to be I'm fine, on, honestly. I think it's five or six times yeah, it's been The other won. thing is Matt really doesn't know, know the answer really to those know. questions. You're the wrong person, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and unfortunately, neither do I. Anyway, it has been won multiple times. Each member of the team has given away the money to one of our dear listeners. So my question to you, Lou, is who would you most like to play alongside this morning should the random player generator land on Matt, Emma or Glenn? Who, which would give you the most glee? I would probably go for Emma. 
You would go for Emma Jones. OK, yeah. let's spin the generator and see if you're getting Emma. Player generator. Matt Dyson. Emma Jones. Glenn Moore. Free choice. Matt Dyson. Emma Jones. Glenn Glenn Moore. Glenn Moore oh, is nice. in play. Louise, your reaction well, to that? Up. That's fine. Okay. That's Lovely. Um, okay, Glenn, it is time for you to take off your headphones, leave the room so you can't hear anything that Louise is about to say. Because. Louise, I'm going to give you five words. You say the first word that comes to mind. We'll give Glenn Moore the same five words for five matches. You're going to win £5,000. That, my friend, is five words, five grand. Here we go. Good luck. Thank you. Okay. The first word for you is night. N-I-G-H-T, night. D. Yep, sorted. Older. Younger. (laughs) Yep, very good so far. Positivity from the team. That's nice. Let's keep going, Louise. With town. T-O-W-N, town. Clare. Here we go, Louise. Here we go! (laughs) Glenn loves a town crier. I I think he used to be a town crier. (laughs) Glenn would make a great town crier. He used to say, hear ye, hear ye, before every sport. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Right. Your penultimate word is tired. T-I-R-E-D. Tired. Oh. Tired. Um, tired, tired, tired. Oh. I don't know. I'm going to go for sleep. That's all I can think of. That's a tough word, isn't that it? That is a tough word. There's a curveball in there. Oh. There's and always one. There's yeah, always there is, one. yeah. And lastly, Louise, the word is higher. H I R E, higher. Um, purchase. Yeah, that's what I'd have gone for. Mm. For car, I think. Yeah, me too. Mm, could be, I. No, yeah. purchase, good. Louise, it's a great set of answers. And as you say, tired is a little bit of a curveball in there mm. on the penultimate word. But. Yes. There is every reason to be optimistic, so stay right there because Glenn is back in play next. Five words, five grand. Absolute Radio. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show with Wix. Save on your next garden project and enjoy your summer of freedom. Our 2.4 metre long Wix premium timber deck board was £10, now just £8. Ends Wednesday. Let's do it right. Five words, five grand. Absolute Radio. So the time has come to try and finally give away the £5,000 on five words, five grand. Louise, are you ready? Yep. Okay, here Mm -hmm. we go. Glenn, your first word this morning Mm. is night, N-I-G-H-T. Day. Correct. Yes. Yes. Older. Younger. Correct. Town. Cryer. Yes! Yes! Okay, okay. Three out of five, Louise. Straight off the bat. Nicely done, guys. Now, we have a tricky one from the Hype Beast Womble producer, Mark. He has opted for tired. T-I-R-E-D. Tired. Oh, God. Um... 
awake. Oh. Yeah, I... Tried to go opposite, yeah. That's all I can think of. Is there a follow-on? Yeah, well... Well, Tired Eyes was kind of... Tired, oh, tired Eyes! eyes funny. Tired Eyes! <laughs> <laughs> that was me doing Art Garfunkel, by the way. <laughs> just goes, um, we, well, Louise went for sleep, so you yeah, kind of... Really you were forced into a wheelhouse mm. situation, whether yeah, it be opposite yeah. or in there. Uh, Louise, you've not won the money this morning, I'm afraid, um, but let's That's see fine. if you can make it four out of five with the final word, Glenn, which is higher, H-I-R-E. Uh, oh, a uh, higher car. Oh, it's higher purchase. But yes, car was the one the team would have gone for. Louise, great getting to know you. Thanks for tuning into the show. We'll speak to you very soon. Thank you. Cheers, Lou. Bye now. Uh, this means we are going to be playing again tomorrow. If you'd like to have a go, the number is 0330-123-1215. And of course, if you own an Amazon smart speaker, you can ask it to open five words game and have a little practice in your own home five words five grand absolute radio Good morning. If you're just joining us here on The Breakfast Show, we will be five-wording, five-grounding again tomorrow. If you'd like to have a go, the number is 0330-123-1215. Uh, the other thing we're discussing today is your unique claim to fame. And Shell's got in touch saying, Dave, I was in a jazz band back in the day who played the wrestler Big Daddy's walk-on music what? on Saturday afternoons. <laughs> Amazing. We played We Shall Not Be Moved. Oh, lovely. So as he walked into the ring on World of Sport. Tick that oh, life box shell. Brilliant. That really is a unique claim to fame. Uh, Alf says, I sang live to Elle McPherson on radio once. Well done, <laughs> Alf. Uh, Johnny says, Dave, I appeared in our local paper once with the mayor for opening a new recycling bin in the town. <laughs> I was about nine years old. What a unique claim to fame. Keaton, coming because we're going to do more of these next. The number is 8.12.50. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show with Wick. Start your colour story with our huge range of coloured emulsion. Find the right shade, plus all the tools to get your home show-off ready for a summer of freedom. Let's do it right. It's your Tuesday morning. Welcome along to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show, where it has emerged that Harry and Meghan's new baby girl, Lilibet, is probably the only person in the world, if not the only person in the world, who could be the Queen of England and the President of the United States of America. So I want to know, what's your unique claim to fame? We've been doing this all morning long, and the latest in a long line of luminaries is Sarah on line one. Good morning, Sarah. Hi, how are you? Good, thanks for asking. How are you? I'm fine, just walking to work. I'm fine. Marvellous. OK, well, listen, thanks for taking the time to talk to us. Uh, what I want to know is, Sarah, what's your unique claim to fame? Well, my ex-boyfriend used to go out with George Michael's sister and we were invited to the birthday party and I had to sing karaoke with George Michael, Andrew Ridgely and Pepsi and Shirley. What? <laughs> oh, wow. OK, wow. There, there is a lot to unpack there, Sarah. Let's get into it right now, shall we? Oh, so your ex-boyfriend used to yeah. date George Michael's Mel. sister. sister. Yeah. So you went to a party to celebrate her birthday. George Michael was there, Andrew Ridgely and Pepsi and Shirley. Yes, and I had to sing with them. How embarrassing. What did you sing? One of the Greek songs. Oh, dear. And I was slightly nervous, so I hit the vino, and I think I embarrassed myself slightly. Oh, wow. Um, Were you dragged into doing it, or had you lubricated yourself in a way that you were more than confident to grab the mic? 
Well, I was sort of pushed into it and I was, just had to do it, really. Can you uh, remember what? Next, <laughs> Go on. I was standing next to George Michael and Andrew Ridgely in the middle. Oh, my and goodness. In a wham sandwich. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, that's amazing. <laughs> oh, dear. I haven't told many people because it's just mortifying. It's, it's not. Brilliant. It's amazing. It's an incredible <laughs> claim to fame. So, uh, yeah. Can you remember which song it was? I think it was Summer Love. <laughs> Summer Love from Greece. What? <laughs> so you did the female parts. <laughs> George Michael did the male bits. That's amazing. Yeah, and he's so lovely. He was a wonderful person. I'm privileged to have met him, um, but only sorry I had too much wine. Oh, well, yeah. listen, it's what, <laughs> listen, I never had the pleasure of meeting him, but I heard that he was such a lovely guy. He would have absolutely loved duetting Greece oh, with you. Sure. Do you want to give us a little blast now? Do you want to give us a little... Yeah, what? Summer Love and Happy Blast. Uh oh. I hope you've not been drinking this morning, Sarah. It's only just gone ten past eight. <laughs> no, it's fine. I've got to go and look after three year olds, I know. <laughs> oh, okay. Listen, we'll let you get back to it and we are so grateful for your Thank incredible you. claim to fame. We'll speak to you real soon. Thanks. Bye. Cheers, Sarah. Bye now. Bye. So bye. there we go. It's a difficult one to top, but maybe you can do it. Eight twelve fifteen is the number. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Eighteen minutes past eight. On your Tuesday morning, where today on The Breakfast Show we've been asking you about your unique claims to fame. And they keep on coming. Thank you for them. Lucy says, Dave, my unique claim to fame is I was the only English girl in the original movie Annie. Ooh. Oh. Chloe says, Bradley Walsh is my mum's second cousin. (laughs) (laughs) Jessica Badger says, my claim to fame is the pram I used for my firstborn was a hand-me-down from Robbie Williams. My claim to fame, I've had breakfast with a nominee for England's most unconventionally sexy man, Matt Dyson. (laughs) Purely platonic, you understand, says Denim Barking. So have I, that's not you. (laughs) I have to do it every single weekday morning, (laughs) Dan, trust me. Um, So you had breakfast with a listener? Yeah, many years ago in a work canteen. Yeah, it was, very, it was a lovely morning. Well, it's always <laughs> nice to hear from Den. Uh, Dave, I had a picture of me drinking an unopened can of lager on the front page of our local newspaper under the headline, All Boozed Up and Nowhere to Go. <laughs> a story about kids <laughs> drinking on the streets of Scarborough. <laughs> That's from Dashing <laughs> Teesside. Brilliant. Uh, your unique claims to fame. Please, the number. Well, it's the same as always. It's 812. 15. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show with Wix. Make yourself comfortable in the hot weather with our range of fans and garden watering products to keep cool inside and out. Let's do it right. Time is 8.27, it's your Tuesday morning. Uh, we've dedicated a lot of the show to finding out about your unique claims to fame and joining us right now on Line One is Tracy. Good morning, Tracy. Morning, Dave. Welcome along to the show. So, I love your messaging. Tell everybody your unique claim to fame. One, in your own words, you've dined out on for years, Tracy. Tell everybody. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, so my granddad, Lionel Smith, was the um, officially the oldest person to play darts as a professional for um, England. And not only that, he went on bullseye as the professional player and he actually won the bronze bullseye. So, for a year, we had the bronze bullseye at our house uh, well at my granddad's house and we've all got photos of us as little kids all holding the bronze bullseye (laughs) (laughs) 
Now, I know that I have in the past maybe had a pop at some beloved theme tunes, yeah. <laughs> but I've not got a heart of stone. <laughs> you can't beat a bit of bully, Dave. You can't. The bullseye theme tune is one of the greats. So did, did your granddad used to go around saying he can't beat a bit of bully? Did he used to count his change out over the ad break? Did he drink from the tankard? What was, what was he like? <laughs> Um, he, he did have the tankers, but no, I can't say he was ever a Jimbo in competitor. No, that was not a bronze. <laughs> so the bronze bully, is it is it really bronze? Was it a weighty? Could it have been used in a murder she wrote as the, as the, <laughs> as the weapon? Obviously, I was only really little, obviously. Um, so um, I don't really remember the weight, and I don't think we were actually allowed to pick it up. You know, it was kind of like it sat on the table and we all sat behind it with our photos. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And then what happens ahead of the next series? Does like Bully drive that bus from the opening title sequence around yeah. and collect it again Flies and drive it off on a dart? Tracy, great having you on the show. Thank you for sharing that incredible, unique claim to fame. Lots of love to the family. Thank you very much. Let's Cheers, Tracy. Bye, Bye now. Bye. See you later on. So it's your unique claims to fame. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show. Well, there you have it. The end of another show is upon us like that. Thank you ever so much for tuning in and thank you to those of you who got in touch, particularly about your unique claims to fame. It really has made for a fantastic morning's work. Thank you. Uh, if you missed any of it, well, the best thing to do is subscribe, rate and review the daily podcast, which you can get from wherever you get your podcasts from. I ring the bell throughout the show to give it its name when certain things are said or done. And this morning, Matt, for you to consider, I want to go outside and touch the snail's ghost. Oh, yes. Matt Dyson's hair history, or hairstory, if you will. <laughs> Choosing my in-flight meal caused me to miss the name Juliet Bernoche and therefore lose £2,000. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there was no audience, just Steve Hamilton in a sound booth. <laughs> And finally, a wham sandwich. Oh, that was nice. Wham what sandwich you was great, but I think it has to be the snail's ghost, surely. The very concept of a snail's ghost. I want to go outside and touch the snail's ghost is the podcast that you're looking for. Thank you very much indeed for subscribing it. And once again, thank you for tuning in. And know this, we'll be back tomorrow, 6am. Stay safe, stay entertained. Arrivederci. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Podcast done. Absolute Radio.